So anyway, we're talking about transforming going forward. So as we start, we're just going to spend the time in prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you that it's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. And Father, we want to yield to your spirit. And we recognize it doesn't matter what we face. It doesn't matter what we go through. We want to uh, be spiritually minded in everything that we do in life. And Father, if there's any challenges or things that we face where we are not seeing the flow of the Spirit, that you will bring supernatural alignment because we can't do this on our own. We need your help, Father. We need the intervention of the Spirit in this journey, in this walk. But Father, more than anything, we yield to you so that we can see the promises of Yehovah fulfilled and operating within our lives. So we commit this time to you and we give you permission to move in our lives and to speak uh, through us as we take time to share. And we just say, Father, we love you. We thank you for the Sabbath. We thank you that this is not just a time where we seek to get rest because it sounds like a good biblical thing to do, but it's an appointed time in your presence. So, Father, we want to take note of what you are saying to us today. We want to know how to apply your word to be more effective as we seek to bring the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. So we fan into flame the gifts that you have given us. We ask, Father, that you prepare us, that you create in us a a new heart and renew a right spirit within us. We give you permission uh, to do a work within our lives in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. We've got Lola just joining us as well. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Tonight we are talking about transformation going forward. And we're going to read from Proverbs chapter 3 in a second. But what's so important about our walk with Yeshua it is about going forward. And I want you to really focus on that today because we are in the counting down or the counting of the Omar. We are counting seven uh, weeks, 50 days. For what purpose? Shavuot, for the outpouring of the Spirit. Hallelujah. For the baptism of the, the Ruach HaKodesh and of fire. We want to get to that place that we are on time in the timetable of Elohim, that we can see his victory. And, uh, you know, we don't want to be backsliding, but we understand, you know, sometimes, you know, you've heard the statement, I take one step forward and two steps back, uh, you know, like a dance. But in reality, what we're looking to do in our relationship with Yeshua is to continually move forward, to move forward. So if you hit a place within your life where you're being knocked back, you have to identify What are the key things that are knocking you back so you can have victory in going forward? Because it's not about what other people do. It's not about what the devil's doing. It doesn't matter about any of those things. Why? Because we are a new creation. The old is gone and behold, all things are new. So this morning, uh, you know, well, I say this morning, but I didn't get up until nearly 12 o'clock, you know, after being up half the night with the dog, you know, laying hands on my Jack Russell, praying for the spirit of fear to go so that he could get some rest and I could get some rest. Uh, It's kind of a selfish prayer, but, you know, I didn't want him going through all his stress in the midst of a storm. 
thunder and lightning and all of that. But anyway, I just was laying hands on them saying, you are getting delivered of this spirit of fear. We all need to get some rest every time a storm comes along. (laughs) Hallelujah. But in the midst of the trials, in the midst of things that we go through, what are the key steps that we need to take, especially in preparation for what? The meetings that God sets up in his word. He says there's appointed times. There are times that we have to be in line. There's times that we have to come together uh, in the presence of Yehovah. And there's preparation that must take place. You know, before uh, the ketubah, the, the marriage covenant was given, the Ten Commandments were given, God made it very clear, you must prepare yourselves for three days before this event. Now, isn't it amazing that when we go through Passover, then we go into unleavened bread. So you've got the preparation for Passover. Okay, so what are we doing in the preparation leading up to Passover? We are cleaning up our houses. Why? As a representation that we want to get all forms of sin out. We want to take account of what's going on within our lives. But the key is uh, for <clears throat> getting prepared for unleavened bread is that we are dealing with the sin within. We are getting that leaven out. Come on, removing the leaven. And we see that in Yeshua when he dips uh, his bread in the hummus, probably hummus, and gives it to the disciple who is going to betray him. Uh, betray him. He hands it to Judas. And Judas leaves, and this was the deliverance of leaven, getting that which shouldn't be there out. And uh, there's the preparation. So we get through unleavened bread. We celebrate that feast. We we don't uh, have bread because we recognize we had to leave Egypt in haste. And then we come through out the other side. And then we have at the end... Uh, we have a, a high Sabbath as well at the end of the feast. Hallelujah. And we just recognize that this is all about being cleansed and how much we need you. And when we, Yeshua raised from the dead and he appeared to the disciples, he said, do not leave Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. Don't leave with this commission. Don't leave with the order that I have given you to go and make uh, disciples of the nations. Don't leave until you receive power from on high. And it doesn't matter where you are right now. It doesn't matter where you are in your journey. If you are born again, if you are saved, if you've received Yeshua, the Messiah, we must wait to receive power from on high. Because what what happens when his power comes? You will have victory over the assignments of the enemy. If you find you're in a place where you keep failing and keep falling over, it's all about the position of where the Ruach HaKodesh is within your life. Is he center within your life? You know, we talked the other day, uh, last week, about uh, selfishness, self-centeredness. Maybe it was just over a week ago we talked about that. But what we talked about is how the world wants to teach you to be self-centered. That if you do everything concerning you, you've got to make sure that number one is okay, that you are okay. If you're okay, then you can work other things out. But that's not what the Scripture talks about. The Scripture talks about, no, that Messiah is number one. It's the Messiah dwelling in us. So if we 
if we care about ourselves, we will love ourselves, but it doesn't mean that we get to the place where everything is all about us. It is not about us. And, it, you know, it's not about those around us either. It is about the Messiah. It's about him. What is the instructions from heaven? And how do we get to the place of unity as the body? As the body, what we have to do is we've got to come to the place in unity where it's not just about what's happening between me and you or me and others or you and others. It's about the connection with the, the Messiah through the Spirit and people connect through the Spirit. And that's what brings forth the unity. You can't have unity with those who are not having unity with the Father because when the Father speaks to you, it's going to cause conflict with those around you if they are not walking in step with the Holy Spirit. So we are called to walk in the Spirit. We are called to meet relationally in and through the Holy Spirit. So I encourage you that we have got to lose to win. Yeah, it says the first will be last. Yeah, so we've got to lay our lives down. We're going to hit on those scriptures. So tonight, transforming, going forward. Uh, transformation going forward sorry we are not called to backslide we can stop backsliding anytime we want in the midst of chaos in the midst of attack of the enemy no matter what you're facing you have the authority of the spirit to say enough's enough because it's not about me and it's not about you it's all about him so i want to read from proverbs chapter 3 and we're just going to hit on some key scriptures as we are pressing forward to Shavuot. We are expecting a great outpouring of the Spirit. And we also are preparing our hearts for that place. You know, we're not just going to live how we want and, oh, look, tomorrow's Shavuot. No, we are counting the days, we're counting the weeks, we're counting down to the to this uh, great feast day. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 3. You know, we all love Proverbs chapter 3. Um, you know, I'm just going to read a couple of verses from here. Verse 5, it says, Trust in Yehovah with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Well, what's wrong with my understanding? Why, you know... Lean not on your own understanding. Your understanding will give you the wrong message. Have you ever seen something and got the wrong perspective because of your limited understanding? Lean not on your understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. So no matter what you see, no matter what's before you, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. The Father is saying, I'm giving you a promise right here. You don't have to fall off the path. You don't have to roll down the hill. You don't have to backslide. We are talking about transformation going forward. We are talking about seeing his kingdom come and his will done within our life. So we are not going to fall back. We are going to be those who acknowledge him. So so just say it right now. You know, Father, I acknowledge you within my life. And if there's areas within my life where I'm going off track. Will you put me on track? Will you help me deal with my understanding? May we may we be so submerged in the word of Yehovah that his word is so powerful within our lives that no matter what we face, his word will be the key 
every time. It's a bit like a boin said, the word of Yahovah. You know, it doesn't matter how deep the water is. It doesn't matter how strong the current is. If we have got the word deep within, we will always rise to the top. We cannot be destroyed. We cannot be defeated because his word is true. And there is protection within his word. You know, what's going on at this time? Isn't it amazing that at this time, you know, everyone is proclaiming Psalm 91. Oh, we've got no problem with Psalm 91 during the coronavirus. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High and rests in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of Yehovah, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Oh, we want to proclaim the, the words of protection when... Uh, you know, chaos is happening around us, but <clears throat> how do we get to the place where our entire life is a vessel being used for his glory? So that's what we want to talk about. Hallelujah. We are pressing in on this, and this is so important, and it's victory. So it doesn't matter what we're doing, if we're fighting health challenges, if we're fighting anger, uh, uh, just attitude, or we just feel like... We're so fatigued because of the battle. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm praying for people on a daily basis and people are writing in, sharing testimony of what's happening within their lives. Um, and we're just standing in the gap. And, you know, so often I hear the words, especially when you've been praying and interceding for years for an answer. And it, it looks like in the natural it's not coming forth and you're losing sleep and you're exhausted and you're worn out. Listen, intercession is tiring. It's not easy. You know, uh, you know, I, I prayer and intercession is a little bit like preparation for a marathon. You know, at the beginning, you know, can you tally an hour? Can you spend time in prayer? You've got to work these things up. You know, uh, you know, you go down to Nigeria. You want to find out what prayer is all about, and you go find those Nigerians that are up all night, sometimes two nights, day and night, praying and just pressing in. And where do they get the fire from? Where do they get the energy from to keep praying and pressing and pressing? And so many people are just falling by the side, like, you know, I've given you one hour, I've given you two hours. Now I'm so worn out. I've got to leave this prayer meeting. I can't stay here anymore, but yet there's a group of people who are fired up. You want to see transformation within your prayer life? Then treat it like a marathon. You know, you 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 go for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You start building up. One hour, two hours. You know, when was the last time you had an all-night prayer meeting where you just got up and got in the presence of Yahovah and just decided, you know, I'm not going to bed tonight. I'm going to press in in the Spirit. You know, the devil, he's perfectly happy keeping you all night with worry and anxiety, you know. And then what happens after being up all night with worry and anxiety? You're worn out the next day. You can't function. You've lost that rest. But what happens when you're praying and proclaiming his word? You know, you're refreshed and you're strengthened in it. But, you know, what we're saying here as well is, you know, you've got to work through 
your prayer life. You've got to build your prayer life. And I encourage you, really press in and build your prayer life today. Hallelujah. We've got Barbara joining us as well. Good to see you. Uh, We've got Brandon joining us in Ohio as well. Thanks for joining with us. It's great to see you. We've got Lola. I think I said hi to you a little while ago. Uh, Thanks for joining. Good to see you. So transformation going forward. We've just read from Proverbs. Um, You know, the next key, and this is something that we really pushed on last week. We talked about the importance of repentance and bringing our lives into alignment. And again, I want to hit on this word today, repentance. Hi, Esther from, uh, from Australia. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you. Hey, yeah, Nigerians pray hard, Lola says. That's right. Hallelujah. Um, <clears throat> so what we're looking at here is we're looking at if if we're gonna if we're gonna cancel out backsliding. Come on, can we cancel out backsliding? You know, can we cancel out getting to the place where you have to go and seek counsel because of your problems? Why do we have to go to counselors? Why do people have to go to counselors? Because you're not following the scripture. We should be putting counselors out of business completely by getting into the word and and being accountable to the word and discipling and growing in Messiah because the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, he is our teacher and he is our counselor. You know, I can't find anywhere in scripture that tells you to go to 12 weeks counseling to deal with your problem. We need people of faith to rise up and proclaim the word. And we need the teaching of the word to encourage people to delve in, to get deep. And, you know, if you keep falling over and you're going through trial after trial, then then what you have to do is increase your time in the presence. And that's what we're speaking on tonight. So we're talking about uh, we don't lean on our own understanding. It's about acknowledging him. You want to see victory? You want to be prepared? Acknowledge him. Father, we acknowledge you. Second, we're dealing with repentance. We're dealing with alignment. And this is part of saying to our understanding You know, we're not walking in our understanding. We're going to walk in your ways. We have to recognize who Elohim is. This is the next point of what we're looking at. We've got to recognize who he is. And um, the other day we were in 1 Chronicles. And uh, it's a scripture I love. And I'm going to go straight back to that chapter again. And it's not that we're refreshing. Look, every time we come to the Word, we're refreshing. Why? Because we are continually walking in the Word of Yehovah. So, you know, uh, you know, I don't need to read Deuteronomy anymore. I read it five years ago. <laughs> I don't need to read the book of John anymore. I read that seven years ago. Listen, we've got to continually be in the Word. So I make no apology for going over scriptures that we've gone over before because we need the Word to be before us. Hallelujah. So First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8, it says, Give thanks to Yehovah. Call on his name. Make known among the nations, what he has done. We choose to recognize who Yehovah is. Hey, Kimra in Florida, welcome. Thanks for joining with us tonight. So we're pressing in. Give thanks to Yehovah. Call on his name. So come on, let's call on his name. You want to see victory? 
We call on his name. Look at Peter when he stepped out of the boat. He said, Yeshua, if that's you, bid me to come. Call me. Call me if that's you. And Yeshua said, come. And uh, Peter steps out in the water. As long as his, his, his eyes were fixed on Yeshua, it didn't matter what the storm was doing. He was walking on the water. As soon as he recognized his environment, as soon as he recognized what's going on around him. And listen, we can have storm warnings. You can get your app on your phone. It can tell you what's going on with the weather. But don't you live your life by the weather reports. That's no way to live your life. You know, in Scotland, you know, in the West Coast, it rains 300 days sometime within the day a year. So how many days do you think you're going to walk your dog in the rain? <laughs> For all those in Florida and hot parts of the country like Israel, you know, this time of year, we're like, I can't relate to what you're talking about. I don't know what walking in the rain in Florida. We know at four o'clock in the afternoon it's going to rain for 45 minutes, tropical, you know, so walk your dog at another time. But in Scotland, you've got to get out there in the midst of the elements <laughs> and just get on with it. Well, what am I saying here? Stop looking at the storms. Stop looking at the environment and recognize that we have to keep our eyes fixed on Yeshua. So do you recognize who Elohim is? Do you know who he is in your life? Give thanks to Yehovah. Call on his name. Make known among the nations uh, what he has done. God has done great things for us. He has done great things for us. And we are filled with joy. He has done great things for us. He's done great things for you. Do you take account of the things that he is doing for you? Listen, don't let the enemy rob you of the good things that God does for you. Hallelujah. So let's go to Sam. Uh, Sam, where are we going? 105. Yeah, we're in this uh, portion of Scripture not so long ago as well. In verse 1, Give thanks to Yehovah. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Hallelujah. The same verse in the book of Psalms. And, you know, what we uh, want to recognize here is we, we recognize that Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Why do we recognize what he has done? Why? Because our life depends on who God is. This is why I love being in relationship with God and not in religion because we can have this dependence on him and it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of recognition that we want to do things out of the realm of the natural I don't want to live my life in the comfortable, safe, natural surroundings. I don't want to go through a 9 till 5 motion. I want to have my face set like a flint to operate in the power of Yehovah and the power of God to bring his word to this generation, to speak forth blessing to this generation, to proclaim the name of Yehovah so people can be saved, so the sick can be healed and transformation can come to this world. So thank you, Yehovah. We rejoice in what you have done. We proclaim the good deeds that you have done to the nations. We recognize who you are. We recognize who you are in our lives. 
And we also recognize who you are in the scriptures. So make sure we're carving time every single day to hide the word within our lives, that we are meditating. We're not just reading the scriptures, but we are meditating on the word. We're saying, Father, as I press into this section, speak to me, give me understanding, wake me up. Uh, to the things of the Spirit so I can walk in your ways. Listen, you know, you need to know how to depend on Yehovah if you are living in the kingdom because God is not going to call you to do something that you can do in the natural. Everything that he's called you to do is bigger than you. So don't you worry about people who get all upset. What do you think you're doing? Why do you think you're adding this project? Why do you think you're adding that project? Don't you think that's just taking on too much? Listen, I'm not trying to live in the realm of the natural. I want to proclaim what his word says, what the Holy Spirit is saying, so we can walk in his ways. We want to raise up a spirit of faith. You know, to bring the power of the Spirit to this generation. So we're dealing with recognizing who Elohim is in our lives and in the Scriptures. We need to recognize our relationship with Elohim and with man. Are we in good relationship with the Father? Are we walking in line with how he's called us to walk? Do we know what it means to walk in his commands? Do we know what it truly means to walk in his ways? Why is it we have so many Christians today struggle with the fact of the Sabbath? The Sabbath is not about you just attaining rest. It's a feast day. It's an appointment in the presence of Yehovah. But we've not been taught that in modern-day Christianity. They're not teaching that. They're just telling you it would be good if you get some rest from time to time. How many people do we know who have experienced burnout? And I want to ask you a question. If we are walking in the Torah and truly walking in Sabbath rest, are we uh, protecting ourselves physically from burning out? You know, because that's what it's all about. And, you know, that's why I don't broadcast early in the day because I want to take time to rest. I want to take time to say to my body, rest, and also to be in his presence and to enter into his rest with no agenda, with not trying to get stuff done and, you know, trying to work stuff out. No, I just want to be in his presence. So what I'm sharing with you today is just out of the overflow of the things that I've been pressing into today. And here's another important factor that we need as we are preparing for Shavuot. We're dealing with what? We're dealing with what's our understanding. Are we repenting of our own understanding? Are we acknowledging him? Are we recognizing who Elohim is within our lives and within the word? Are we identifying where our relationship stands with Elohim and with man? Now, you're not called to compromise your relationship with man outside of walking with integrity. No, we have got to come together, like I said at the beginning, in unity because of Messiah. And this is the key. If your heart is right with Yehovah and we meet others in his presence, we can stand in that place of unity. 
But um, being right with man, you know, man might be doing things against you. But what's the attitude of your heart? You can't control their relationship in the presence of God. But you can control your response. So it doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter how crazy people get. How is our response? How are we responding to those situations? We want to be good standing between Elohim and with man. And here's the next key, which is vitally important. And it's praise and worship. And, you know, I talk about presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice. Romans chapter 12 you know, this is our spiritual act of worship. Yes, on laying your life down. It's our spiritual act of worship. That's true. But there's also something very important about praise and worship. If you are exhausted and worn out, let me tell you something. There's no better place to receive strength, to be empowered than to get your praise on. There's no better place. You know, if you're missing praise and worship, if you're missing the songs of Yahovah, if you're missing what it truly means to enter in, and, you know, look, we have so much karaoke praise and worship going on that can drive you crazy. You know, if you're watching, you're part of a fellowship. I want to encourage you, if you're a musician in that fellowship, you should be listening to what is taking place every week that's being ministered and we should be uh, bringing forth the 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 song of Yehovah based on what's happening that that's how we're called to flow this is how we should be flowing and in the midst of doing that in the midst of the song rising up because of the word you know if you're not in a fellowship what is the words the father's given you let the songs be burst out of that because that's the key to bring in transformation in raising a people of unity. Hallelujah. We've got Melinda joining with us. And yes, you know, we're keeping you in prayer in your family. Uh, you know, after hearing about your father, we're so sorry and we send our condolences to you. Thank you for joining with us. We just uh, continually lift you up each day right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So in praise and worship, we press in. So I want to uh, share a few scriptures because, you know, praise and worship is key to strengthening us in the midst of intercession. So even as we intercede, we need the song of the Lord to rise up. You know, so don't get to the place where it's just all the word, the word, the word. Where's the song? Bring the song. Bring the worshipers up in front of the battle. Hallelujah. Restoring the song from the heart. What's the song from the heart? Are we writing out of the brokenness, out of the deliverance, out of what the Father is doing within our lives? Hallelujah. We're just going to turn a couple of pages from Psalm 105. We're going to go to Psalm 95. And, you know, David's life is such an incredible example of this. You know, the victory of what it truly means to worship in the midst of the battle. Man, David was such a powerful musician that Saul just wanted him to come and play so the evil spirits would leave. Listen, you get your praise on. How many times have I been in a tough situation and I just got into a place of worship, just singing, declaring his word? You know, sometimes we're doing it with music on. Sometimes we're doing it with live music. Sometimes you're doing it with no music. But come on, get your praise on. 
Hallelujah. We're going to Psalm 96 and uh, just going to read from verse 6. Hallelujah. Well, verse 1, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Verse 2, sing to the Lord pray and praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Hallelujah. Declare his glory. He is powerful. God is powerful. Hallelujah. Among the nations. His marvelous deeds among the people. This is linking in. See, this is what I love about the song of the Lord. The song of the Lord is going over the events of uh, the victories of God within the world and within our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Verse 4, for great is Yehovah and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all small g gods. Have no other God before me. Verse 5. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but Yehovah, the Lord, made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. Hallelujah. We worship you. We proclaim your victory in Yeshua. I love what it says as well in Psalm 95, verse 6. It says, Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before Yehovah, our Maker. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before Yehovah, our Maker. There's something powerful about worshiping a mighty God. There's something powerful about the song of God coming forth from before us. Come, let us sing for joy to Yehovah. Even in your brokenness, even in your uh, the, the place where you are, you're struggling and you don't have answers and it's very difficult to work out all of the answers. You might not have the answer. You might not know why events are, have, have happened. You know, when we deal with bereavement, we deal with loss, you might not know why, but can we praise them in the midst of, of our pain. There's healing that comes forth. There's transformation. So let's come to that place where we recognize the importance of praise and worship. So what have we talked about? I'm going to keep going over this till we get this in. Number one, we are acknowledging him. Hallelujah, we acknowledge you. We're not going to go in our understanding. Number two, Father, we want to be those who walk in repentance. Number three, we want to recognize who Elohim is. We recognize you in our lives and we recognize you in the word. May your word be alive within our lives. Number one, two, three, number four, I haven't got them numbered. Uh, Number four, relationship with Elohim and man. Help us to be aligned so that we know that our prayers will not be hindered. Number five, praise and worship. It's the key to our strength. We want to restore the song of our heart. So what song is coming up from your heart? You might not be a musician, but even if we sing out a tune and we're all over the place, let me tell you something. When you're in the bath or you're in the shower, there's nothing stopping you and I from singing, you know? There's many places where that song can come forth. What's the song of your heart as we reflect on the great things that God has done? As we sing in the Spirit, I love in times of prayer and intercession just to sing in the Spirit 
and I know that we are singing the perfect will of Yahovah. Then I ask the Holy Spirit for the interpretation of tongues, and then I start singing the prophecy of what he is saying. It's such a blessing to be found in the Spirit. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. Sandy says, after praising him all day long, the enemy that had been coming against me were just gone the next day. The enemies that had had been coming against me uh, were just gone the next day. Hallelujah. Praise him. You know, if it takes you all day, if you've got to get your praise on all day, you know, get off all of the worldly entertainment. If you've got stuff you're not breaking through in your life, stop spending your time with the world and spend your time in your in, in his presence so you're supernaturally transformed. There's nothing, there's nothing that you face, there's nothing that you go through that Yeshua can't burst forth the answer into your situation. Hallelujah. Look, I tell you, if what we're talking about today, I want to put counselors out of business for believers. Mature believers. We need counselors for those coming to faith. Yes, I'm not saying that for new to the faith. Let, let's lead them in the ways of Yahovah. But let's get out of this place where we have to be reliant upon counselors because of the work of the Spirit. We need counselors because of rebellion and disobedience. And because we can't get it right in accordance with the Word of God. That's why we need counselors. So we want to get to the place where we can align ourselves. You know, sometimes we use counselors because of the hurts and the pains and the things that we're going through. Yes, I understand that too. But let me tell you, where's your source? Who are you turning to in your hurts and your pain? Are you turning to Yehovah? You know, what would happen if we just get that alignment right? What would happen if we get hold of Proverbs chapter 3? Trust in Yehovah with all of my heart and lean not on my own understanding in all your ways, all my heart, all my ways. I acknowledge you. If the word says he'll make your path straight, what more do we need? Oh, brother, you just don't know what it's like. You just, you're just out there with that gift of faith. And No, listen, I'm meditating on the word. I'm setting my face like a flint in the scripture and I'm going to press through and press through until we come out the other side. I am not going to be focused on what's going on in this realm. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Restore the song from our heart. Hallelujah. Well, we're not going to get off praise just yet. I want us to really press in uh, in this section here. Hallelujah. Let's deal with uh, worshipers. You know, John chapter 4, verse 23. Um, uh, verse 21. Let's just read from verse 21. That's John chapter 4. Yeshua declared, Believe me, woman, a time is coming. Geveret. Believe me, Geveret, as we say in Ivrit. Believe me, woman in Hebrew, <laughs> a time is coming when you will worship the Father, excuse me, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Yehuda. Salvation is from the Jews. 
Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. Elohim is spirit and his worshippers must not, you know, if you choose to, if you want to, but God's worshippers must worship in spirit and in truth. We have got to worship in spirit. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, getting hold of the gifts of the spirit. Yeah, I'm not saying that the gift of tongues is the sign of you being baptized in the spirit. Because when you are born of the spirit, when you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit. But we talk in the scriptures about the mikvah, the baptisms of the spirit. What does it mean to be baptized in the spirit? To be baptized for purification to be baptized for repentance, baptized for salvation, baptism of uh, the Holy Spirit, the baptism of fire, the baptism of suffering. These are the six baptisms that we see, the mikvahs that we see in the scriptures. So we want to uh, be mikvahed in the Ruach HaKodesh. And when Yeshua said, don't leave Jerusalem till you receive power from on high, he's saying, I've got to get you to a place where you are functioning in a higher dimension. You can't be caught up in religion. And you know religion's going to ground you. And just have you doing the possible. I choose to live in the realm of the impossible. I choose to walk by faith. And not by sight. I don't know if I've got an amen coming from anyone. That's watching or listening today. I choose to walk by faith. And not by sight. I love getting out of the realm of the flesh so we can have testimonies in seeing the glory of Yehovah manifest within our lives. Hallelujah. What an awesome scripture. Hallelujah. That we will worship um, the Father in spirit and truth. So this, again, what we're looking at is we need the alignment of the word because his word is true. Yeshua says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So he is the truth, the word that became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So love the word. Come on, let's get into the word. But get away from this religious experience. Get away from rabbinical Judaism. Get, don't be looking to the rabbis of rabbinical Judaism for interpretation of the scripture. If they are not following Yeshua the Messiah, I don't care how great a scholar, a teacher, a historian, I don't care who they are. Don't follow those people when it comes to direction of the understanding of what the Word says. Because when we come to the Word, what are we looking for? We are looking for where the Messiah is within this Word. Because He is the Word that became flesh. In the rabbinical order, they're not going to give you that answer. They're not going to show you that uh, understanding because they are not... <laughs> Look, <sighs> here we go again. Look, we just got to hit on these things. You know, you want to follow the Mishnah, uh, the Talmud. Oh, you know, brother, look, it's okay. It's All it is is commentary. No, here's the problem. So much of it is lying commentary. 
Oh, yes, you've got me on it now. Yes, it's lies. They want to direct you in the path of lies. So don't spend your time in the Zohar and the, the, the Mishnah. Look, you know, go and have reference and find out what's going on. But don't be sitting down studying to help you or others understand what the Scripture says from that viewpoint. Oh, you know, you've got to go back to those types of... No, you don't have to go back to those roots. You go back to the root of Messiah. And you get hold of where Messiah is. And this is how we're called to interpret Scripture and understand Scripture. No matter what portion of Scripture you are reading, where's the Messiah in the midst of this? Do you see Yeshua? Where is he? He's all through it. He's in it. He's through it. I don't know who it was that sparked me off on that one. Yeah, you didn't make a comment about it, but you certainly got me going on that one right there. Yep. I'm done with religion. I don't know about you. I've got no time for religion. Why? I want the real thing. I want the living relationship of being in his presence. And I'm not coming off that wall. I'm not coming off that place. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, I'm blessed. Hebrews chapter 13. Turn with me right there. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for your word. Oh, 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 what's going on in Hebrews chapter 13? What's happening in this area? <laughs> what's happening? Oh, let's... <laughs> Let's read a verse before the verse. Here's the verse before the verse. Verse 9. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. It is good for you. (laughs) Um, It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by ceremonial foods, which are of no value to those who eat them. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. Oh, boy. Okay, come on. Listen, let's get hold of the word. Stop following rabbinical Judaism. Maybe that should be the title for tonight. You know, don't be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. You know, we have got to partake uh, from a different food. We've got to partake from a different source. You have to partake from Yeshua. And that's not even the verse I wanted to read right now. But, you know, it's just jumping out all over the pages as we're reading. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Verse chapter 15. I could I could just get stuck in this. Uh, everywhere I'm looking, I'm like, ah, let's keep focused. Let's keep on track. Chapter uh, <laughs> Hebrews 13, verse 15. Through Yeshua, therefore, let us continually offer to Elohim a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of the lips that confess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifice, Elohim is praised. Hallelujah. Man, I tell you, this praise stuff, Are you going to get your praise on? Are you going to offer to Elohim a sacrifice of praise? 
Yes, hallelujah. We recognize what you're doing in our lives. We recognize what you're doing in our world. We are not focused on the spirit of fear. We're not consumed with the coronavirus. We are consumed in your presence because what the enemy is setting up to bring destruction and to destroy nations and to destroy families and and cities. <laughs> Yehovah is going to turn it round for his good. Father, we pray for the nations. We say it's time to get out of this lockdown. How did this spirit of fear get so over all of us when there's so many places within the world that are in lockdown and they haven't even got anyone with symptoms? They're all running about here in Israel with face masks even when they're running. You know, why are people wearing face masks when they're running in the street? Goodness me, what is going on? Get those masks off and just enjoy the air that you are breathing. If you're coming into contact with others, put your mask on for that moment if you want to, you know. But here in Israel, we've got 16,000 people with the coronavirus. And we've had out of that 16,000, I don't know, something like 11 plus or 12,000 that are fully recovered. We've had 240 deaths or thereabouts in the entire time. And yet we're running around locking down the entire nation. But this is spirit of fear. No, we're going to start proclaiming the promises of Yahovah and speaking forth his word. I'm just getting my praise on. Welcome, B. Thanks for joining with us in Texas there. Good to see you. We're just getting our praise on. Thank you, Father. Let's just stay. <laughs> Let's just stay in the place of praise. You know, look, we're not going to get any further. Man, I, I'm only... I've got six pages of notes here, and I'm a, <laughs> I'm just moving into page two. So, you know, look, maybe we should just preach all night. Maybe not. There's <laughs> so much to do tomorrow as well. But let me tell you something. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We're just going to uh, end. <laughs> We're just going to end this time together with the importance of, of Psalm 150. Before that, I, I do that, I just want to hit on Ephesians chapter 5, addressing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to Yehovah with your heart. Hallelujah. So what are we doing? We're talking about getting our hearts in line. Psalm 22, I love what it says, Yet you are holy and throned on the praises of Israel. You are holy. Yehovah, you are holy. We lift up your name. You're enthroned on our praise. So if you've got to the place where, you know, uh, you, you're recognizing, you know, am I really walking in praise? Am I opening up my mouth? You know, look, are you just listening to praise music tapping along? Come on, let the sound rise from your own voice. If you can't sing, turn the music up louder and sing your heart out. Come on, praise Yehovah. We worship you. So let's go back and talk about the transformation for going forward. Number one, we don't want to be people who are walking in a backslidden state. We're proclaiming that this is time to move forward. What's the first point? Proverbs chapter 3. What are we doing? Acknowledging him. So we're dealing with, with our whole heart. We're not leaning on our understanding. 
and in all our ways we're acknowledging him. We dealt with repentance. We dealt with recognizing who Elohim is. We give thanks to him. We recognize who you are in our lives, and we recognize who you are in the word. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Then what are we dealing with? Our relationship with Yehovah and our relationship with man. As long as it's up to us, we want to keep peace with others. We want to make sure our heart is right in the area of how we deal with others. And, you know, look, uh, that doesn't mean that you're going to have unity in every situation, but just make sure that you're walking right. Because if we're not walking right, our prayers and our intercession is not going to be effective. And we need our prayers and intercession to be effective in Yehovah. Then the next point, I can't remember how many numbers we've got here now. Maybe number six, something like that. Praise and worship, it's the key to strengthening us in the midst of intercession and prayer. And what are we looking to do? We're looking to the restoring song from our heart. Father, we rejoice and we praise you for what you are doing in and through our lives. And our whole goal tonight is how do we put counselors out of business by maturing in the spirit, by walking in his ways, dealing with rebellion. We are on the counting of the Omar. We are counting the weeks down all the way to 50, to Shavuot. And we are continually pressing in and saying, Father, we need to, you know, we said this the other day on repentance. And look, I'm one of the biggest failures in ministries and ministry leaders where they fail is they lose sight of the importance of repentance before Yehovah. Well, I'm just so knowledgeable right now, I don't need to repent. Father, forgive me. Father, start dealing with your life. Start dealing with the things that's going on in your life. So anyway, we're going to end with Psalm chapter 50. Man, I love this song. Man, we used, I used to play the drums to one of these songs years ago. We're just going to proclaim this word. And I want you to get your praise on. I want you to get ready. I want you to get to the place where you are experiencing the transformation of what it truly means to going forward. Make a decision. I'm not going back. Come on, say it with me. I am not going back. I'm going forward in Yehovah. I make a decision. I'm going forward. Okay, Psalm 150, verse 1. Praise Yehovah. Praise Elohim in the sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Hallelujah. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with the strings and flute. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Hallelujah. Praise him with the resounding cymbal. Let everything that has breath praise Yehovah. Praise Yehovah. Hallelujah. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word today. Let's get our praise on. Let's get to the place of victory. And tomorrow, you know, we're going to continue on this area. We don't want our prayers hindered. We want our lives to be going forward and effective. So tomorrow, we're going to keep on this transformation of going forward. Maybe that's what the Father's saying for this week. That's what we're going to be looking at. I don't know. I'm just living this one day at a time. Hallelujah. 
But I've got some great notes, you know, lots of notes here. So we're just going to keep going if that's what the Father does. But uh, I hope you've enjoyed the Word tonight. I just want to click over to here so that you can see. Let me just pull this up so I can see it. Um, if you get our e-news, if you see here, we've got the alert uh, here, alert emails. If you go to bulldozerfaith.com, I'm just going to post this link here anyway. Um, in the shelter of his wings, as you know, we are pressing in to minister to the brokenhearted. We are stepping out of the box here as we do this. We're saying, Father, if you're calling us to do this, we don't have the ability to do this in the natural, but in the spirit, we can do it. We are stepping out in the shelter of his wings. So just have a look down uh, this page and, you know, see what we've written here on the mission. You get to see our property here that we're using for this uh, ministry. And uh, just look at the key areas of support. But, you know, I want you to stand and pray with us over this. Um, just really stand and pray with us as we stand in the gap to see the victory in Yeshua. If you want to give to the things that we do in ministry, here's the link here under the give section, the give link. If you're from the U.S., Canada, different countries, you can just click on the tab and it will take you to the giving page for one-time donations and monthly donations. We also have our address on there. If you prefer to give by check, if you don't like to do things electronically, you can do that. We also have our bank information. We have a few people that give directly to the ministry just by uh, going straight to the bank. So there is the information you need uh, to give directly to the bank. And there's also PayPal there as well. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to um, let you uh, see a little bit of uh, that because, look, it's so important to us uh, as we move in ministry that we get to the place of really pressing in together to make a difference for the king in the shelter of his wings. We want to be in the business of protecting those in need and what are we doing here protecting vic victims of domestic violence and abuse so i don't know how the father's going to do it but we are responding to the word of yahovah i'm, I'm going to be in meetings tomorrow and i want to ask you be in prayer for us that the father will bring the team together that we need and we are constantly working on this every day and doing everything within our ability to get this done. And we are asking the body of Messiah, stand with us to deal with domestic abuse and violence here in the land of Israel. Help us to make a difference. Uh, if you're already giving and supporting us, thank you so much. Um, it is such a blessing to have you stand with us. If you're not giving and you want to start uh, contributing towards the work that we do in Israel and in the nations, just go to bulldozerfaith.com and you can support us uh, through that source. But also we are here to pray for you too. Uh, if you've got prayer requests, I want to encourage you uh, uh, to email me. I'll just put my email in here. You can email me directly. I'm just typing. Okay, it's kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Email me directly. If you want me to phone you up, I just, <laughs> listen, the last few weeks we have had an incredible attack with um, hackers trying to attack our 
websites, our payment platforms, our telephone numbers. Man, it has just been insanity. Well, we managed uh, by, I think it was Thursday night, late into the night, I was working uh, with teams on putting systems in to stop all uh, these crazy calls coming in. And I think we've managed to find a way to block it. So, uh, oh, we've also got an update number for the ministry. I've had to change the number we have for the USA. So I will update the website with that after this broadcast. Um, if anyone needs to get hold of us, you can call us directly. Um, but that number on the website is not right right now. We had to let that number go because of the amount of spam and the attacks that we've been under with that number. So we've, in, we've put a new number in for the ministry and uh, all of our departments and stuff uh, will work directly from that number. So uh, send your prayer requests, uh, send your testimonies on what the Father is doing in your life because of these daily devotional broadcasts. If you're encouraged, then share that encouragement with others. Uh, you know, take the message of today, share it uh, on emails, share it on Messenger, share it on your homepage and other pages, and just encourage people to stand in the word. That's the whole reason we're here, is how can we edify and build the body of Messiah for such a time as this. Well, I hope you're blessed and encouraged, and uh, we're going to sign off now, and I uh, can't wait to see you all again tomorrow. And I just want to say to those that are still in Sabbath, Shabbat Shalom for the rest of us. Shalom, Shalom. Until tomorrow, Yehovah bless. Hallelujah.